Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed and I interview and ask questions from a specialist who's also the owner of a small business, just like us. If you're a business owner of a micro business, then I hope that this sparks your thinking, answers some questions that you may have, and that you get some tips on the subject that helps you move your business forwards. I do hope that you enjoy the podcast. I very much enjoyed recording it. So hello and welcome to this week's Boardroom Buddies podcast. And this week I am delighted to welcome as my guest, Jamie Wilkes of Resolution Studios. So I won't begin to kind of talk about how Jamie does what he does because it's all a bit techy and I'm not. But Jamie will explain all and more importantly, how he helps architects and developers. So welcome, Jamie. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) So first thing is, of course, Resolution Studios help architects and developers to sell their schemes more easily more quickly that's right yeah yeah so uh, yeah I mean we, we take architects plans and elevations they're sort of 2d sort of CAD drawings and sort yeah. of the, the, the materials and the finishes of how, how these buildings or in some cases interiors are going to look um, we create a 3d CAD model of how the proposals are going to look what's CAD? CAD computer-aided design so uh, I guess some of the common ones are AutoCAD's probably the most sort of common 2D CAD. Right. So we take their drawings, generate a 3D model of how their proposal's going to look, and we can render sort of photorealistic images of how their proposal's going to look from, from any angle, and then they can then sort of showcase to either the, the planners, or we use it for marketing or, or for de- design development. Okay. So where would we see this sort of thing often you'd perhaps see our type of work on on the front of a on the hoarding of a building site sometimes you see coming soon and then a, a big sort of yeah, photo realistic image of proposed buildings going to look and that's the type of work we do other times you might see them uh, for perhaps uh, estate agents that are selling houses from plans they might use uh, photo realistic images of the proposal while the while construction still happening on site, it does mean they can start the uh, sales process much sooner mm, by yes. using those types of images. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, I, so if ever I've been in a sales office, I've kind of looked at images, and it's the images, really, isn't it, that that grab you, help you make the decision, rather than because those lined drawings are all a little bit confusing. This is it. Yeah, you could uh, generate uh, an image of how a building is going to look to a particular type of customer or client. Mm. And then it can sort of just, they can then look at the image and see how, start to think how they perhaps use that environment or see themselves pulling onto the drive of that house and see themselves living in it. And if you can get that emotional connection between the potential buyer and what you're trying to sell, then it just helps with the sales dialogue. Yeah. But it's, it's not just kind of housing, is it? It's, I mean, you do other things apart. We from- do, yes, yeah. I mean, resident. We do, yeah. We do some residential, commercial 
we do quite a bit of commercial work and what's picking up in more recent months is a bit more leisure work um oh, yeah. post sort of covid so uh yeah we do a real mix of of projects so what we're working on at the minute a conversion of a hotel at the minute the next project in the workflow is start homes and then another project on the cards is a american themed diner so it's like complete real mix of you know, no two days are the same that's interesting yeah okay yeah so so how did you get into this what kind of sparked your interest in this sort of work how did I get how did I get started? Well, there was there was no real master plan that I want to be a 3D visualizer. It just I guess it just happened over, over time. And so when you look back at the subjects I enjoyed at school, which was sort of woodwork, making models, enjoyed CAD. Sorry, I enjoyed enjoyed IT, sorry. <laughs> enjoyed hand drawing graphics. I enjoyed maths, which Okay. Which, which which helps <laughs> with yeah. uh, with with CAD. So from that, I then did a uh, a course at Stanbridge College, which was a construction and uh, built environment course, and we did a CAD module as part of that. So towards the end of our two years there, we did a CAD module, and it was around about the same time we were looking at university places, and I'd noticed Wolverhampton Uni did a CAD and construction degree. I thought that's perfect for me. Uh, sort of, you know applied and and got in and that's when we started working with to start with it was sort of 2d cad and then we started working with more 3d cad and i thought this this is the direction i want to take my working career so after graduating i got a job as a cad technician architectural mm-hmm. technician mainly producing 2d plans and elevations for um schemes at the time it was mostly commercial units 3D work was still the direction I wanted to go, but I, I wasn't getting many 3D opportunities. So I decided to go back to university and sort of upskill myself. So I applied to do a master's degree at Newcastle Uni. So that was a master's in digital architecture. Here we looked at sort of digital buildings, future cities, and virtual reality was an, another module we looked at. And it was here where I was sort of first introduced to using game engines for within the architectural sector. So for a year or so after graduating from Newcastle Uni, I got a role as a 3D visualiser. And it was here where I got to grips with the tools of the trade, which we sort of use daily now, which is sort of, for us, is 3D Studio, V-Ray and sort of Photoshop. I mean, there are other packages, but uh, that, that's the the three the three main ones we use. But there was this particular job. There's nothing like practising your skills every day to then like really hone and develop those those skills. So that is how I ended up doing what I do. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, you you obviously do a lot of kind of the this what I call techie stuff. Your your work is quite techie. Yeah. Um, compared to mine, for instance, what what is it your clients see? What is it they get from it? What do they feel about it? I think what do our clients? I, I guess our clients. What do they like about working with us? It's yeah. I think I think it comes down to as I was saying before the the software we use. You know, any, anyone can use it if you're prepared to sort of learn it. You know, it's it's there for, for all of us to use. But I think what makes us unique is our skills and experience and sort of backstory, if you like. So having that experience of working in an architectural practice 
and knowing how construction details go together, knowing how buildings go together and what happens behind the scenes for a building to be built, so to speak, right. helps in, yeah. in CAD models of how these, uh, sort of helps in creating the 3D visuals of how these buildings are going to look. And then when I worked for the interior design firm, it's it's it was a masterclass there in uh, sort of finishes and materials and knowing how lighting can affect a scheme. And, and again, it's it's bringing all those skills together from the architectural side, the interior design side, and bringing them together into 3D work to then present our 3D visuals to our, to our clients. And something else I've been has been commented about from various different clients that like working with us and it's the communication that we see is a two-way street it's not a case that here's your plans here's some finishes come back with you you finished article it does mm-hmm. well, for me it doesn't work like that it's, it's a two-way street where the design mm-hmm. it will evolve over time because the way I like to work or we like to work is we will submit or issue a, a draft images for, for comment and then yeah uh, board that's that feedback and then often it might be that the design evolves after the designer has seen the the 3d the images that we've produced and he mm. might he or she may want to make changes and it, it develops over time and as a result of working with us the, the design is a better design than it would have been without this this stage but one of the uh, comments i've had from various clients is that they, they just like working with somebody that understands how who's got the experience of working in working in their environment and understands the terminology understands drawings and on a couple of occasions I've just had people say to me Jamie I love working with you you just get it mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah that is what sort of makes us unique so, so do you ever look at a design or or start to produce a design and and then you have the kind of thought or understanding that this isn't going to work? Yeah, I mean, it, it might be that as you start the, the development uh, or sort of start the project sort of thing and, and get it to a point and it's like, I guess you start to see it in 3D before the, the client has and I think just getting the early drafts to somebody. Right, um, yeah at least flags up any issues and it's if you do yeah. something it might just be a case of what do you think about this is this what you had in mind or have we misunderstood something somewhere and it there has been times when schemes have had to be not on a sort of whole level but certain areas of the scheme might have to be redesigned after mm. the, yeah. the, the project I'm thinking of after the, the, the architect had seen that the what he did originally thought might work yeah yeah so it's a bit of a fail safe really isn't it because I mean that sort of thing happening in the build process it's too late then absolutely yeah, yeah. The, you know the, the the structure's up uh, and somebody say that what you do is or it could almost be seen as like an insurance policy where you yeah. you're modeling what's going to be built and yes. then if there are any issues we can iron out those issues because I often say it's it's cheaper to move polygons and pixels than it is concrete and brickwork on site so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
yeah that, that that's really interesting isn't it and 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 from all the things that you see on the tv you know these makeover programs and things like that we're almost coming to expect to see a visual representation of it aren't we now yeah yeah before we even you know make a commitment i guess yeah yeah really interesting go on then you mentioned about you know backstory earlier on so how did it all come about what uh, how did Resolution Studios come yeah. about? Well, as, as I said, I worked for an in, a commercial interior designs firm, and then uh, it was worked there for a few years. And then, as the sort of credit crunch started to take hold, their work started to dry up, and a few members of staff left and weren't replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was the beginning of two thousand and eight. A few people, just I think there was three people, were made redundant. And then you think, crikey, what if what if I'm next sort of thing? You know, yeah. that sort of sows, sowed the seed of what if I am next? What am I going to do? And at that point, I thought, well, if I am next, I'm going to look into sort of going it alone. So mm. I sort of started to pursue that sort of thing. And the more I looked into it, the more I thought, yeah, I really want to do this. You know, mm. so it's, you know, so I was doing my job in the day, but then looking into what I needed to do to start my own business on an evening and weekend mm. um, but then I guess fast forward six months from that sort of point I, I did get the call to come through to the meeting room unfortunately fortunately depending which way you look at it I was asked to clear my desk and I guess mm. that was decision made it was the yeah. push I needed I think so uh, yeah Resolution Studios was born so that was that was back in 2008. Oh, I was just about to ask you how long have you had the business so yeah so, so what you um, Fair to say that you're established then, I think. I think, yeah, I think you'd be fair to say I'm established, yeah. So for a long majority of that time, it, I was, a, I mean, you hear the phrase solopreneur sort of banded about, and I guess that's that's where we were at for, mm. for some time. But then I I'd, I was at a conference and I'd seen how, how much game engine graphics had come along since we first used them at sort of Newcastle Uni, sort of, I guess, years earlier. Mm. And I was thinking, yeah, this is the direction I want to take Resolution Studios. You know, we, we need to be using this sort of technology. And mm. it got it got me thinking, but to, to do this, to grow the business, it needed to be more than just, just me. So that's when I sort of started to experiment a bit more with, uh, I guess it was Unreal version 4 at the time, uh, getting to grips with that. But then I'd seen, like, you, you posted about starting your mastermind group, Boardroom Buddies. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, oh, that sounds that sounds like something I need to find out more about. So I remember coming along to your mm. the taste sessions that you ran, um, yeah. and uh, mm. signed up for that. And then the, the rest is the rest is history, sort of thing. Well, yeah. then, I guess then COVID came along, so we we put everything on hold, and we just had to get through COVID. I think so. Mm. After we got through, I guess what would it have been? Uh, sort of twenty twenty, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Started putting the feelers out for uh, taking on a sort of first team member, which which we did. I think that was the following year, wasn't it? Twenty one. I think it probably yes, yes, it would yeah. have been. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we, well, I mean, we were still in the pandemic, really, weren't we then? But I think we we were allowed out then, weren't we, and allowed to meet people and. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Was, yeah. It's, uh, so yeah, I took on the first sort of team member and. Um, looking to grow the business from that now mm, yeah yeah brilliant so who do you want to work with I know that you work with architects and developers is there a particular you know 
kind of size of business or? Yeah, I guess generally we're sort of looking at, if it's sort of residential products, they're generally larger, sort mm. of higher end residential, simply because there's a budget there for what we do. I guess the, yeah. the lower end of residential is kind of your smaller sort of starter homes. But I guess in some instances, you've got the uh, economies of scale. If there's multiple units the same, then it's more justifiable to to, to have CGIs of, of the uh, the projects. But uh, I guess the... Uh, What's CGI project, again? CGI, computer generated image. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, well, what, what sort of projects are we looking for? I guess moving forwards, the, the projects that excite me at the most at the moment are ones that we can take into the game engine, uh, Unreal Engine, and sort of start generating animations from them or real time walkthroughs. Mm. Uh, as, again, that's kind of taking like the game engine technology that's available for, mm. I guess, the gaming industry, but using it within our. Mm within our industry because I've said this many times that when uh, it's often frowned upon when the first time you mention it to somebody game engines architect the two don't you know they're mm. opposite yeah. in the spectrum but uh, you, you turn the guns and bad guys off it does leave you with a really really good platform for exploring our unbuilt buildings and the game engines can generate frames at a phenomenal rate which means we can render out our animations much quicker than we once could yeah prior to using this type of technology so i guess that's the type of uh, i guess more animation and real-time environment projects mm. is what excites me most at the minute yeah yeah i think um what's i suppose resonated with me more is when you showed us a scheme that you've been working on what maybe an office layout or or in a you know an apartment you can change the finishes and change the furniture and yeah yeah around and all that kind of thing that's really useful to see yeah it was um i think that project we'd set up as a, an experiment to start with oh, um, yeah. and it was um again it was used in unreal game engine but we'd, we'd set it up in such a way that not only could you change the, the finishes within a room sort of changing the wall colours or floor finishes uh, you could also change the meshes of what was within the room when I say meshes I mean like the geometry it was a case that you could change uh, tables chairs or kitchen layouts yeah. and when you sort of stack up uh, several options of sort of kitchen layout or cupboard uh, mm. door styles and various different colours it, it does give you many many options and it, it it could be that your potential clients can then mix and match and i guess design their own kitchen mm -hmm. in this example a kitchen uh, in, in real time and see see all the different variations play out in front of them and yeah make an informed decision yeah 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 i i just think that's so useful because because well but i am quite visual so I like to see things. Yeah. Uh, and recently you you will know, you know, we've had some, we're looking at bathroom and I, I, I've got brochure images, but I haven't got a C, you know, a video or a yes. CGI. <laughs> but yeah. I'm learning the lingo. That's it, yeah. No, it's, um, um, it does sort of kind of like... I guess takes the uh, you, you know what the you know what the plan's going to be like certainly when you're thinking bathrooms, and yeah. then you know what the finishes are going to be. But it, 
the, the yeah. two are still very separate, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I've like got lots of pieces of the jigsaw, but I haven't got the picture on the box yet. <laughs> you know, um, so that that yeah, I can see how useful it really is uh, because it's so visual. And of course, the brain puts more. There's more in the brain that processes visually than anything else. Mm. So I think that's that's really important. So so that's re- really been useful. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, uh, thank you for joining me on the the podcast. I hope people find it. Well, I'm sure people will find it interesting because it, it's a fascinating area. I mean, especially this uh, using game engine uh, software as well. So so brilliant. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's evolving all the time. It's I mean looking back in sort of the 20 or so years I've been in this industry, it's it's almost like it's the speed of things evolving is getting mm. quicker and quicker. So it's sort of really exciting moving forward. Yeah. And you think when you look back at work I did, certainly like some of those uni projects that I did, which at the time I was really proud of and really pleased with it. But you look back at them now and it's <laughs> well, that was the best you could do at the time. You look back now <laughs> yeah. and you think that's quite poor and it's that, yeah time difference moving forward it's I think that's just going to speed up Mm. so what's next for you what's next for us work-wise we've got some sort of starter homes to look at that's sort of next on the drawing board and we also looking at doing a scheme for a American themed diner which could be a quite exciting uh, yeah exciting project so we haven't done anything like a themed restaurant for, for some time so uh, that should you be. Have, you have worked with a pub uh, chain, haven't you, and and done there? Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, done many, many sort of themed restaurants for holiday parks and things. So it's like, uh, yeah, to say it's no two days are the the same yeah, in the. It's, no. it's a real mix. Yeah. Sounds really interesting. Yeah, thanks for that. Okay, well, thank you for uh, joining me, Jamie. That's been brilliant. Thank you uh, for the invite and for. Anybody who happens to be listening, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please uh, subscribe. That would be great. And do let me know what you think of the podcast as well. Look forward to seeing you soon. I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Do subscribe for more podcasts and it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.